Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Afternoon and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, aka Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about his Tuesday special, our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Refrain from doing some. I had some jokes in my head. I'm refrain from saying it. We have a big slate. We have no time for shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're assuredly going to land into some jokes uh, along those lines a little bit later in the show. So we'll just hold off <laughs> on those for now. Before we get too much further, just want to thank Yahoo Fantasy. They are our sponsor, have been our sponsor the entire season. They've been very good to us. Uh, you guys should be playing over on Yahoo Fantasy. We have a little giveaway uh, from them to talk about a little bit later. But thanks to Yahoo and be also, I see nearly 50 people uh, down to 40 in the chat. Uh, if you guys could give us a thumbs up, click that like button. It will really help us out. Click the subscribe button as well. Help us grow this channel. Keep these shows coming on a regular basis. And make sure you click the bell so you can get alerts and uh, notifications whenever we do go live. All right. Let's talk about last night's slate real quick. Uh, didn't really go that well for me. I stacked Washington. Um I stacked Washington and New Jersey. I didn't get the right Washington goals, obviously. Uh, New Jersey didn't really come through, only had two goals. Their stacks didn't do anything. So I did not I did not do well last night. How did you do, Josh? In cash, I played 281 in cash. I returned 284. So $3 of pure profit. Um, <laughs> in GPPs, I actually somehow cashed. I had a Dallas power play stack. I think because I had because they were so cheap, I paired them with Crosby and Gensel, late hammer who got there, and then who else? Oh, you know Travis Travis Hamonic got the got the block bonus late in the third, so snuck me into the min cash with Demco. So we take that and run. Um, big twenty dollar on DraftKings tonight. Big Super Bowl, which is probably probably filled up last night on FanDuel. Um, fill that stuff up. Let's get some bigger GPPs. I, it doesn't matter what time the GPPs fill. DraftKings is just, you know, blindfolded throwing darts when they size the contest. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, and I'm glad you brought up Vancouver. I'm just going to take two seconds to talk about them. We do have a big slate, so we're not going to go too much further. But uh, they did get a new coach, Bruce Boudreaux. Um, shut out Los Angeles for nothing. I only watched the first period of that game. Like Vancouver looked fine. Like they at least they didn't look like they were getting outplayed by Los Angeles. How do you think? Uh, do you think Boudreaux can really help this team like turn it around? Because like we don't really care if they turn it around defensively. We care if they turn around their offense. Do you like? Did you watch that game? Did you see anything? Do you think he can help them out in any way? I mean, 
the beat writers were super excited like oh Pedersen has some speed through the neutral zone like he was dogging it for the other coach like through the neutral zone but like yeah he's a good offensive coach I don't know like for this season maybe yeah but like if you're into like season long or like just NHL in general they're in some serious cap hell so I don't know like what's going to happen going forward they're going to have to make some moves so if they're going to be out of it I would imagine they're going to try to dump some contracts so We'll see what happens, but I, I do like uh, Boudreaux for an offense coach. And, you know, he related to all of us older fellas last night when he was trying to get out of his seat. That's how I am after the show, dropping F-bombs, because my back is just seizing up on me. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Boudreaux dropping F-bombs, uh, just trying to get out of his chair at his first press conference. Uh, I really like that guy. I hope he does well uh, in Vancouver. Just want to say hello to chat. I see you guys are feeling a little feisty today. Must be that uh, $20 special, uh, <laughs> over on DraftKings. Uh, Mr. S Goodman sends a uh, $5 super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Mr. Goodman just says Mitch Marner rehab fun. Uh, get well soon. Mitch Josh is thinking about you. Uh, in fact, yeah. I, I think, I think he's, I think we, we have a vigil uh, for Mitch Marner's shoulder uh, a little bit later here tonight. Um, I, I see, uh, Six O says took down the $500 clapper with Anaheim one and pit one. I appreciate that, Josh. I also want to shout out Jake. Um, Cause you and Jake did the show yesterday and Jake uh, was, I remember him being pretty adamant about staying on Pittsburgh one last night. And I think you were as well, basically that, you know, Seattle's Seattle's fine defensively, but their goaltending is a horror show. And oh. that, you know, that just kind of proves true last night. <laughs> rang true they gave up three goals in the first six shots or something like that yeah exactly so seattle good defensive team goaltending still just absolutely abysmal so congrats uh 6-0 on that 500 clapper bank uh hopefully we can win some money because like jake mentioned there is a big contest over on dk here tonight um and before we get going through just one more time if you guys could uh just like and subscribe click that bell to get alerts when we do go live and check out what we have up on the site today. Uh, my Osmo power plays article is up on the site um, free to read. Uh, so you don't have to be an Osmo member to read it. I just go through some of my favorite options for tonight's slate. Uh, we also have free premium tools and data up on the site. We usually do almost every day today being no exception. Uh, we have NBA player rankings and we have NHL player rankings uh, both up on the site. So check us out, uh, see what we have to offer. And if you like, maybe you'll want to subscribe with us. Um, I see some people aren't very big fans of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, no better way to start this show than by talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they're hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Columbus has a 2.5 implied goal total, while Toronto is at home with that 3.5 implied goal total. Uh, no Mitch Marner again tonight. Looks like I mean, they say three to four, I think they said about three to four weeks. So it's safe to assume after Christmas uh, is when he, he'll return. Um, they're going to leave Wayne Simmons up on the top line. But the coach said that, you know, Matthews is going to get a lot of different wingers here tonight. So, uh, you know, maybe Kasha jumps up there. Maybe you'll see some David Kampf jump up there. Uh, you know, some guys on the fourth line, whatever. I think you'll see a lot of uh, different, different looks up on that top line with Austin Matthews uh, rest expected um both travis dermott and rasmus sandin out jake muzzin expected to take over the second power play unit all right what do you have for us josh yeah i mean listen matthews is gonna have i i can't imagine simmons lasting more than a few shifts up there like especially because kasha is gonna be on the top power play unit tonight so 
I mean, they're going to rotate a whole bunch of people up there, like you said, but um, at home, Toronto probably going to send out Zavaris line against Boone Jenner, Bjorkstrand, Nyquist, which just frees up Matthews to go hog wild on whoever they want on the, on the jackets. Problem is it's kind of hard to stack that top line there's, you know, if you want to put like Matthews bunting together, they'll probably stick together for most, if not all the game. And I think that's fine. Um, but really, I think for me, like I'm going to approach this kind of like I had the Dallas stars last night because Kasha is so cheap. I think you can power play one stack here. Uh, Matthews is under nine K like both Tavares and Nylander are down under seven K now Kasha 2,800. And, you know, if you want to include Riley, uh, you can, He's 5,400. That price really is reasonable. He actually, his shot rate has come up a little bit in the past few weeks. That's about as nice as thing I'll say about Morgan Riley. Um, so I think, you know, <clears throat> for a full line, I think it, I, I'll go to that Tavares Nylander line for a full line stack. But I, I think, you know, their, their uh, total has come up during the day even. So I think, you know, power play stacking is a very viable option on this 10 game slate. And, you know, um, Again, it's not going to break the bank. Like you don't have to, you know, jam in min price guys to fit them in like you normally would have to. These prices have come down a bit, so I think that is in play on the Columbus side. I just, you know, two point two total maybe seems low, but like even if it was two point five, two point six, it it might be tough for me to get anything in like full stack wise. Like I don't mind Rosselvik at twenty eight hundred or Rosselvik Domi if you if you're getting like really expensive, you need a two man, but you know. There's going to be other uh, cheap spots that I like, so I'm probably going to be out pretty much on the uh, the jackets tonight. Yeah, that's kind of my take on Columbus here is, like, there are a couple lines I do like, but they're just at roughly the same price and in a worse spot with other lines that I like better. So, like, it's, it's, it's another one of those things where if somebody says, I'm playing Columbus 1 tonight, do you think that's fine? I'd say, yeah, I think that's fine. It's just not something I'm approaching because I think there are other better spots elsewhere on the slate so this is a Toronto game for me I brought it up in our discord what Austin Matthews Austin Matthews's numbers have been without Mitch Marner or William Nylander on his line the last couple years and quite frankly they're not good 51% shot share underwater by scoring chance share like underwater by scoring chance share for an Austin Matthews line is just horrific so like I have no real interest in playing Matthews here tonight. Like if you want to throw him in with a Toronto power play stack or something like that, that's fine. Um, I just think with the rotating cast of forwards, he's you either put him in a power play stack one off him or don't play him. Like I'm not line stacking him, you know, with Simmons and Spetzer or something like that tonight. You know what I mean? So like, you know, and you mentioned Andre Kasha top power play. So like Matthews and Kasha and Riley would even make more sense to me than Matthews and Simmons and Riley. You know what I mean? So that's about where I'm at. I do like Toronto two here a lot. I wrote up William Nylander uh, in the power plays article per 20 minutes. He's averaging like four shots on goal and without Mitch Marner in tonight, he will probably play around 20 minutes. So, and with Columbus being a high paced team, um, I think he's a big threat for the shot bonus here tonight. And, you know, Toronto two is not too expensive. So I do like them uh, as a stack here tonight on the blue line. Like I said, I think Jake Muzzin is going to get some second power play minutes. So I don't mind him 2,500 um, on the Columbus side there. <laughs> there's a trio of guys I think are all reasonable at three K. I just don't know how to pick them apart. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, 
Carolina for a few seasons ago. You have your preference of the guys and you just play the one you like. Bockwist, Gavrikov or Bean, pick your pick your poison. That's probably a bad choice of words, but like pick pick the guy you like and play him. I also don't mind Muzzin. Um, and if you're not I, I wouldn't one off Riley. I think he'd just be in stacks for me. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's get to this next game then. Tampa Bay, 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Montreal. The Habs have a 2.4 implied goal total. Um, something stuck out to me, and that's Tampa Bay 2. Uh, Tampa Bay 2 is leaving Gabriel Fortier on that second line with Alex Klorin and Anthony Sorelli. And I went uh, did a little digging on Mr. Fortier here, and it seems he's an excellent, excellent two-way forward. Like, coming up, he's, they're expecting him to be kind of like, and the next Palat type, you know what I mean? A guy that can put up 50 points with, with good defensive numbers. So um, that tells me that Tampa two line, it should be pretty good here tonight. And two of those three guys are on the top power play unit. And you see that high implied goal total here for Tampa Bay. So um, I kind of like Tampa two here. What do you think, Josh? Yeah. Initially when I saw this game, I was like, Oh man, this is just I'm going to skip. I, is, this is an easy X out for me. But then you see 3.3 total on the road for Tampa. You see Kalorin and Sorelli on the top power play, and then you see the first ownership run or the second ownership run that we have. They're coming in at one, one and a half percent. So, I mean, like, it's just so hard to stack Tampa right now with all the injuries, but at least Kalorin and Sorelli have played consistent minutes together. They're both on the power play together. Montreal takes a lot of penalties. They have a bad penalty kill. So, and the price is reasonable. It's only 9500 for the two of them. Uh, you want to put in Fortier, you can. He's been priced. I don't think it's necessary. Um, but, you know, you get those two under 10 k at 1% on the top power play at 3.3 total on the road against a bad team. I think, you know, the stars are lining up for that one. I, I don't think I would want to play Plot Stamkos just because Stamkos over 7 k you know, and he's gonna they're going to get, you know, the only Montreal matchup that, can maybe, you know, fasten their seatbelts for a full game. I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, like, I really don't want to play anything in this game, but like, just because of all the reasons I mentioned before, Kalorin Sorelli two man, um, I think for is what I'm going to look at on the Tampa side on the Montreal side. I, you know, my coffin one off, I think makes some sense. He's only 3,200. He gets, you know, He's a t- he, he is what he is. He's a power play specialist, essentially, at this point in his career. But for that price, I'll take a stab on it. That's really about it for me on the Montreal side. Yeah, there's really nothing that interests me for Montreal. I mean, even Ben Sherratt, like getting those power play minutes, I don't even know if that will help him. I think he's so bad on the power play that it's actually detrimental to his fantasy value. Um, on the Tampa Bay side, I agree with you on Tampa too. Like Lekkonen and Evans are the shutdown line for Montreal, and they're actually not bad. 50, 59% of the scoring chances when they're on the ice together, that seems like a decent shutdown line to me. So that takes me away from Tampa 1 and gets me to the Clarence Sorelli duo in Tampa 2. Because once you get to the Montreal second and third lines, man, they are awful. So I, you know, with that high total on the road, like Tampa has the highest or second highest road total tonight, I think. I think it's the highest, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I really like that Tampa second oh, line. Florida. Florida yeah, Florida. Florida's the one yeah. I was thinking about. Yeah. 
McLaurin and Sorelli just make a really a lot of sense as a two man here. They've had good numbers together. Uh, I think they've had great numbers since Fortier got there. And I told, I said how they expect him to be a great two way winger. And Tampa's been pretty good at cranking out uh, good two way wingers over the last decade. So uh, I I trust them. I trust them on that front. So Tampa two for me. Nothing on the Montreal side other than I agree with you on that Hoffman one off. Uh, the blue line, there's nobody that sticks out to me other than correlating. What about you? I don't mind Ryan McDonough as a one-off. Um, but really, other than that, like, if you want to go to Romanoff for Min Price, I guess. I mean, if there's only so many people down at 2,500 if you need somebody, so you just got to mention it. Yeah, we should mention Kale Clegg was picked oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. by Montreal, but he's on the third pair, and, like, they still have Ben Sherrod on the power play. So he might be third pair, no power play. That just doesn't do anything, so... Yeah. All right, let's move it along. New York Islanders, they are going into Ottawa. The Islanders have a 3.0 implied goal total. While Ottawa is sitting at 2.5, Ottawa is playing a back-to-back, having played last night. But not only is it a back-to-back for Ottawa, this is their fifth game in seven days. And all those games have included travel. So they went home, road, home, road, now back home. That's a lot of miles for a team that just... (laughs) through a COVID shutdown three weeks ago. Um, I think that's why you're seeing such a low total for them, despite the fact that the Islanders aren't a very good team on the other side. So what do you think about this game? Uh, yeah, I hate this game. I, you know, like we have to talk about it. The Islanders have a three total <laughs> road. Like I wish there was like a line that I wanted to use. Cause I probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, I would imagine the Norris Kachuk line, um, uh, going to see not the Barzell Lee line. Yeah, but I mean, the thing with the Islanders is like that's probably right, but the Islanders just haven't been that good defensively regardless of the line. Yeah, no, I was just thinking from from the other side, you know, like, so that means, you know, Stutzel, Paul Brown going to go out against Barzell Lee probably, and they've been you know, at least decent. And the problem is like, Anders Lee 6,300, like I don't want to pay 6,300 for Anders Lee tonight. You want to go down the second line going against Norris Kachuk? Like, sure. But, like, if it's, like, J.G. Pajot, Palmieri, Bovillier, that line is just awful. They, they're high event defensively. It makes me want to have more interest in the Ottawa side. But then Ottawa's five games in seven days, and you see the Ottawa top line coming in at 12 13%. Like, I just don't want to play a 13% line in a 2.5 total playing five games in seven nights. So, you know, I think, you know, if you want to one off like a – a Wallstrom or, you know, a Stutzla, I think that's fine. But, like, realistically, I don't really want to have anything from this game, especially one to three. The more lines you make, obviously, you can start throwing them in just a little bit. Like, in a, in a vacuum, Ottawa want to be my favorite line. But, like, with the ownership and all the travel and all the games, like, I just – I'm going to be underweight on this game as a whole. Yeah, we should mention – Ottawa won and two, actually, negatively leveraged by our top stacks tool. Um, I just checked, uh, I just checked our, the, the matching from their last home game, and they did send out Kachuk and Norris against the top line, but that's something that's changed. It seems almost like every three home games. I just don't think the matching really matters that much, whether it's the top line or second line in this game. I wanted to point out that uh, Lee and Barzal have been getting a little bit better over the last month. 52% shot share, 
31 scoring chances per 60 minutes. That's considerably better than they did in the month of October. Um, and with Dobson, you know, pretty reasonably priced at 4K, I think there's an argument to be made for the Islanders' top line here tonight. We have them positively leveraged by our top two stacks. It's just Anders Lee has four points on the season, and he's priced at like 6,300 or something like that. It, they just feel overpriced for what they've done so far this year. So the, you're playing them purely because of matchup, not because they've been good this season. And that always worries me. Um, I think for this game, I'm not going to be stacking much. The stack I like the most is the Islanders top line. Um, but I don't think I'm going to be using them in my five lineups. I do like Noah Dobson on the blue line. Uh, Nikita Zaitsev and Artem Zub, both super cheap as well. What do you like, Josh? I agree with all that. Um, it's really about it. Like normally I'd say Pellet or Mayfield, but minutes have been weird with the Islanders defensemen. So Dobson getting the power play time is probably your safest bet. Yeah. Um, do like some Dobson and, uh, yeah, Zaitsev, uh, on the other side is fine for me as well. Get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for 29 95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Discord, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of our promo code that we have for this show. And that promo code is NHL Strategy Show, all capital letters, all one word, NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below of course if you're only looking to play nhl dfs and you can sign up for one of our osmo plus nhl packages for as low as 395 a week stop guessing start winning join osmo plus today uh that's nhl strategy show all caps all one word for uh 25 off your first week of osmo plus platinum all right let's move it along to our next game nashville they have a 2.8 implied gold total they're going into detroit the Red Wings have a 2.6 implied goal total. No Tyler Batuzzi uh, for Detroit again here. And when I was looking up their line numbers without Tyler Batuzzi, boy, they're bad. 50% uh, uh, shot share, which is not good for a top line. 36% of the scoring chances. That is absolutely abysmal. I don't know if I can get to any Detroit here tonight. I might like something on the Nashville side. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, so you see the both of these top lines are fully correlated. Uh, they're around similar price. I think Nashville's a little more expensive, but the ownership on Nashville 1 is what's taking me to Nashville 1 here. They're going to get that third line of Detroit, their quote-unquote shutdown line, Rasmussen, Ernie, Nemestikov, and you know, on the surface, they have pretty decent defensive numbers. They have under two expected goals against for 60, but only a 45% uh, shot share. And going into that Forsberg-Gramlin-Duchesne matchup, they have excellent numbers. They have almost a 60% shot share, almost three and a half expected goals for per 60. And their ownership is two and a half, three percent That's really what it is. Like, they're a fully correlated line, 2.8 total on the road, there's nothing to write home about, but like you go down the lineup and you're like, well, you know, if they get to 2.8 goals, it's probably going to be from, from that top line. So um, I, I really like Nashville one here tonight. You want to like, I've, I've come around on Luke Cunning a little bit just because his price has under three K you can get like a Tolvan and Cunning 
um, you know, Matthias Ekholm three-man power play two stack for like, I don't know, 8,500. And if, if you need to fit in some, exp- like a, if you're power play stacking uh, Edmonton, something like that. I, I know um, I read your article, so we have more talking points today. Ely Tolvanen is only shooting 3% on the season. I'll let you talk about him, but um, I really like uh, Nashville one, that two men I mentioned. On the wing side, like if you want to play Detroit one and MME, I think that's fine. But one to three, they're not in it for me. You want to have Suter, Zadina, two man, I think that's okay as well. Like the Johansson, Tolvin, and Cunning line has been actually pretty good defensively this season. So if you want to get there a little bit, like because you want to mix up like the, the, the guys you're putting in with some power play stacks, I think that's fine. But nothing really sticking out on the Detroit side for me other than, you know, some stuff in MME. Yeah, I just without Bertuzzi there, I just don't have the same excitement. Like I know there's a lot of savings going down to Robbie Fabry, but I just think Bertuzzi's just I don't know if he's necessarily a much better player than Fabry, but he's certainly a better player on that line. And I that's all that really matters here. Um, yes, I did I did write about Ely Tolvin in uh in the power plays article today. Basically, it was just that you know he's been shooting three percent on the season and he has I think five DK shot bonuses already on the year despite you know playing 12 13 14 minutes a lot of nights like he shoots a lot and his first the first 50 games of his career or whatever he shot like 17 percent so you know I'm not saying he's a 17 percent shooter but I don't think he's a you know three four five percent shooter either so I do like Tolvin in 2900 one off on DK but I'm all about that Nashville top line you went over how good they've been uh, this year they will see the shutdown line from Detroit and they've been good but um, for me it's about that Nashville ownership like you're telling me I can get a perfectly correlated line at two three percent against this Detroit team which is a better Detroit team but at best middle of the pack in the league like I will absolutely have a little bit of that Nashville top line um, on the blue line Roman Yossi I have to say him because Jake says I have to um anybody else stick out here to you yeah um philip ronick 3400 his price hasn't moved i still like him i you know yossi 7500 currently projected under 10 percent. like all jokes aside like i really like and because like, normally normally yossi's like 19 to 25 percent like if he's if you can get a yossi under 10 percent, i see jake in chat so you know, give him a little winky face, but yeah, I really like Yossi tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, 7,500 Yossi, especially um, where Detroit, you know, they've started taking fewer penalties of late, but they're still in the middle of the league. It's not like they take no penalties. So yeah, I think Yossi makes a lot of sense as a one-off here tonight, um, especially if you're not playing, you know, the McDavid's and all those guys that we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, let's get to this next game, Anaheim. Uh, 3.2 implied goal total. They're going into <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo has a 2.7 implied goal total. If I'm not mistaken, Anaheim's has come down a little bit through the day and Buffalo's has come up, but it's still a, a six a six over under in this game. And, you know, Anaheim's going to be without Ryan Getzlaff. Trevor Zegers' line played a ton of minutes last night. They're probably going to have to play a lot of minutes again here tonight. It just looks like they're going to be very, very widely owned. So what do you think here, Josh? Yeah, it's just hilarious when you say 3.1 total for the Ducks back-to-back on the road. Like, if this was last year, I would have just, like, logged off. But, like, <laughs> like, that line is insane. 
and their price really hasn't moved. They're three K or thirteen K to full stack on DraftKings. The problem I'm running into here, they're back to back on the road, and they're coming in around eighteen percent. They're just a little too chalky for me. If you want to get to them in MME, come in around the field or a little bit under, a little bit over, sure. But one to three, I think I'm going to fade them. There are other options that I like. Uh, I've I was fooling around with uh, building one lineup. There is some other spots that I like. I'm never going to tell you to fade this line because they still have over four expected goals per 60, which is just bonkers. Now their minutes are up now that gets laughs out. So they're going to play a ton of minutes. Uh, they're going to avoid that Buffalo top line, which makes me interested in that Buffalo top line because they're going to get, you know, the Sam Steeles of the world, the Lundestroms, you know, the Deloriers. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so (laughs) you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like I like Sam Steele as a defensive winger, not as a defensive center. Um, that Buffalo top line is fully correlated. They're coming in only around 7%. They're not very expensive. Um, I think they're a very sneaky GPP option tonight. Like I, there's, you know, McDavid, there's Matthews, there's all of these other lines that are going to draw interest, you know, Nashville, the other stuff we'll get to, but like, you know, Buffalo's perceived terrible team, but like this line has been pretty good. Tage Thompson's having like a really good season. His numbers started to fall off a little bit, but they're, you know, they're still, they're still good. And the depth of the ducks without Getzlaff is just a mess. Um, so I, I really like Buffalo. Buffalo top line is my, my favorite line in this game. Obviously, if you want to play some ducks one, that's completely fine. Like I'm just telling you my personal preference tonight, I'm going to fade them. Um, so, you know, both top lines in play for me, that's really about it uh, for both sides. Yeah, uh, nothing to add with the Anaheim side. It's a, you know, that Zegras milano raquel line is just a great line um, with Getzlaff, Hurt, and Terry not scoring, you know, two goals every game anymore. Um, they need to play that line, you know, 20, 21 minutes. So I'm not going to say don't play the perfectly correlated 13K line with the, with the implied goal total over three, like, not that dumb, but I just I will probably be personally avoiding them because they are probably going to be the most the chalkiest line on the slate. Um, that includes all the McDavid and Matthews stacks uh, that we're going to get. So that's the only reason I'm not playing Anaheim. I am in on Buffalo as well. Um, their numbers have started to slide a little bit, but it's been more defensive than offensive. Like they're still scoring, they're still generating. It's just their defensive numbers are starting to get bad, which I think. You know, that's kind of to be expected as the season wears on. Um, but I do really do like that Buffalo top line you talked about. Uh, their top two percentage, we have them um, at, you know, five to six percent uh, top two. We have them about seven percent ownership. So there's no problem 
with the ownership here. If you want to throw in Rasmus Dahlin on the blue line, I'm probably going to have, you know, certainly going to have Rasmus Dahlin in uh, somewhere as well. Um, should also mention Anaheim penalty kill is bad, like bottom 10 in the league bad over the, over the last month in particular. It's just their goaltending has been 967 while shorthanded. <laughs> like eventually that dam is going to burst and the goals are going to start flying in. So uh, yeah, I do like Buffalo one. On the blue line, um, there's no one from the Buffalo side I really want to play unless it's Dolan in my Buffalo stacks. It's just they're playing Dolan a lot. Nobody else is really getting a ton of time. But you did mention one guy to me before the show. Yeah, Will Butcher popping in the Osmo projections. Uh, Min Price, I think he's the highest projected uh, defenseman at 2,500. You know, listen, you know, it's, it's not sexy, but if you, if you need a 2,500 – defenseman he's probably the guy uh on the duck side you know you want to put in jamie drysdale with the ducks top line i think that's a, a good way to get the four the four guys lower owned um that's really about it yeah i just want to mention the goaltending matchup here obviously john gibson started last night so it should be anthony stolars for the ducks buffalo's going with uko pekka lukanen and the thing about him is that he's supposed to be their goaltender goaltender of the future but there's also a reason that they haven't really called him up at all over the last three years, despite the fact that it's just been open season on goaltending in Buffalo. And it's that they don't really think he's ready for the NHL. Now, whether you want to take Buffalo's assessment of him at face value, given this, given the strength of the rest of the team, that's up to you. But they don't think he's ready for the NHL. They're just playing him because they're running out of bodies. So I think it's another point in favor of Anaheim, but goaltenders be goaltenders. Am I right? Yeah, and I mean, like, he can't possibly work, do worse than Malcolm Subban. That that was the kiss of death. But, yeah, I mean, listen, if he was, like, 6,800, I'd have some interest in him. But 7,500, probably not. But you just hope if you're fading the Ducks, he just doesn't let in nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's all we're hoping for here tonight. Um, we – we did mention uh, Yahoo earlier. They are a sponsor, and we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy for this NHL season to bring you guys some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited-time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo, sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure to, to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right. Thank you very much, Yahoo Fantasy. You've been good to us. We'll hope, hopefully uh, continue to be good to you. Next game up florida 3.2 implied goal total they're going into st louis the blues have a 2.8 implied goal total alexander barkov back for florida he'll be on the top line with max mammon and carter verhage uh second line of jonathan huberto sam bennett and sam reinhardt uh on the st louis side looks like they're going with 10 forwards and seven defensemen tonight they have some injuries. Robert Thomas is going to be out tonight. David Perron obviously is still out. Uh, and it's just the way the cap works that they can't call up any more forwards to play. 
Uh, so they're going with 10 forwards tonight and seven defensemen. So um, expect both heavy minutes and also some mixed line combinations uh, for the St. Louis forwards. Um, not seeing a lot of ownership on the Florida side of things, um, despite the fact that they're carrying a fairly high total. Um, I see Florida, sorry, I see Florida two coming in at 3%. I see Florida one coming in at 0.1%. So uh, seems like this spot is going wildly overlooked here, Josh. Yeah. And for some reason, the blues are just chalk. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I guess it makes sense because they're going to play a ton of minutes tonight. I just, you know, matchups are going to be weird. The line combinations are going to be weird. Um, Florida two. I know we always talk about it, but here we are again. They're fully correlated. They're probably going to avoid O'Reilly. I would imagine like I, if Barkov's in, I would imagine O'Reilly granted there's only three lines tonight really. So, but the, the times O'Reilly's out there, they're going to try to get him out against Barkov, I would imagine. So Florida two, pretty expensive, but ownership 2%, like fully correlated. Bennett, we've talked about with Huberdeau, very good. You know, Sam Reinhart has come alive in the past few weeks. Um, listen, it's one of my favorite spots of the night again. I feel like a broken record every time I talk about it, but it's true. I think – I want to see another run on ownership on this top line because if Barkov is like under 3%, something like that, I don't mind like taking some stabs on a Barkov one-off or even like Barkov or Hagee. Like the thing is like it, he is coming back from injury. He's 7,900. He's pretty expensive, this and that. But in GPPs, I think you definitely take some stabs. Um, and then on the blue side, I'm not sure I want to, you know, play a Ryan O'Reilly at 18%. We'll see where the ownership goes. I think I'd probably go with Kairu, Shen, Tarasenko. They're correlated, at least on paper. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to mix and match line mates here, but, you know, they're all power play one. Their ownership's like 12 13%. Shen's only 3500 So even if he gets jumbled around with only three lines plus one guy, he's still going to be probably around 18, 19 minutes, you would think. So, like, I get why the ownership is high on the Blues. Personally, I wish it was lower because I, I maybe want to play them a little bit more. But, like, with Florida getting healthy, with Forsling back, it's not the best spot. Like, I don't know. It, it, I have ownership concerns on the Blues, but, you know, on paper, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, I – for me, it's, like, my my projections still take years past into consideration pretty heavily. So, like, Braden Shen at 3,500 is just – it comes out as one of the best Breaking values. Your, yeah. yeah, yeah. It comes out as one of the best <laughs> values of the season on my numbers. So, like, if I don't want to play as St. Louis too, like, I have to forcibly push them out of my lineup. And, like, I don't really like doing that. I, I don't mind Xing out a lineup because I think they'll, they'll be 20% owned and I don't think they're worth it. Like, kind of like Anaheim here tonight on the back-to-back. I don't like Xing out a lineup that, you know, that implied goal total has come up to three over the day. Uh, and he's 3,500 and is probably going to play like 19 minutes, including power play time. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels stupid to say, not going to cross him off, going to move along. Like, it's, I just, I, I, I just, I, I keep thinking, are those the right line combinations? Are those the line combinations in the second period? Like, that's my problem here. It's like, I'm finding, I'm finding it hard to stack. So, I find myself going with a lot of like 
Shen. I have a, not a lot. I have a couple Shen one-offs, uh, especially uh, where you can throw him in at center. So you don't have to worry about your second center uh, on DraftKings. I really do. I'll just say I like both second lines in this game. Um, I think both are, I think the second line for St. Louis is obviously coming in over own, but they're going to play a lot of minutes and the Florida second line likes to trade chances back and forth. We say that all the time, but it's the same thing with the St. Louis second line. Shen and Cairo this year have been trading chances back and forth whenever they've skated together. And that Florida second line, like you said, is coming in at two, 3%. So um, in order, I like the Florida second line and then the St. Louis second line, but those are the two lines I'm focusing on in this game on the blue line. Um, I know it's 10-7, but Colton Pareko down at his price in what should be a fairly fast-paced matchup uh, is really tickling my fancy there in the mid-4Ks. Obviously, Forsling 3,900, I think, is fine on the Florida side as well. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mackenzie Wegar, even at 5,200. <clears throat> excuse me. If you're down to your last D-man, you have that. I think Wegar makes some sense. Ekblad in some uh, far to two stacks. Need a punt. Racco Goodis, good ass. We love a good ass here in Osmo for 2,800. That is some good ass. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go ahead. <laughs> I lost my train of thought after that. Well, I just, it took me a second to click in what you said. And I was like, oh my God, he did it. <laughs> no, I was just checking uh, chat and uh, just to talk about the goalies real quick. Uh, they said play Huso, 45 saves. Now, obviously, you know, that's kind of a joke, but Florida is one of the higher shot volume teams in the league um it's just that we don't necessarily we don't know if huso is necessarily a good goalie but he's 7400 at home yeah there's some interesting choices to pay down for a goalie tonight i think huso is one of them mers lickens under 7k against the leafs is another we'll get to the goalie picks at the end but you know i think huso makes some sense just from a stop a shot volume standpoint in gpps i would not feel comfortable with him at all but i get the play yeah uh, yeah i wouldn't feel comfortable with him either like, I think I'd probably just go to, like, like Aiden Hill in San Jose or something like that. But I, I certainly would get it. All right, let's move along to our next game. Carolina is going into Winnipeg. Carolina Hurricanes have a 2.8 implied gold total. Winnipeg also has a 2.8 implied gold total. Both that over-under, by the way, open at 5.5, uh, got steamed to 6. So both teams sitting at an implied gold total with 3 as we sit here in the middle of the afternoon. So... When I see those implied goal totals and then I look over at the ownership, I see a positively leveraged line on Winnipeg 1. I see about break even on Winnipeg 2. And I don't see a lot of ownership on Carolina. So is this one of those sneaky games where it could end up like 5-3, but we just don't, for some reason, uh, we talked ourselves out of playing players in this one? Yeah, I don't know. Like we were talking before the show and I was like, we're I'm kind of confused on this game and it just and then you're telling me how you know the main reason to stack against Winnipeg is because their penalty kill has been so bad, but they've actually improved on it this season. So I don't know. Um, I think the ownership on on uh, Carolina one right now is a little bit messed up because both Sebastian Ajos are uh, on the slate, which always gives us some trouble because why have the same player on two different teams on the same slate? But we'll get that corrected. But I still don't. I still don't think, you know, the Carolina top line will be super heavily owned anyway. Um, there's some positive leverage on Winnipeg one. And I think that's fine. Like, I just, I don't want to pay 5,000 for Blake Wheeler. 
you can call it a bad bias. You can call it whatever you want. I would rather get down to the line that's been very good five on five, and that's Cop, Dubois, Ehlers. They're going to get, you know, um, the Trocek matchup, I would imagine. You know, it's been pretty good. Like, Trocek and Jarvis have pretty good defensive numbers together. It's just a small sample. Um, and that's just there. You know, I think, you know, in one to three, cutting down to either side of this game might be tough, but the both top sixes on, on both sides, you know, in MME, I think is going to be a very sneaky, sneaky play tonight. Cause there's not much ownership anywhere in this game. Yeah. That it's <clears throat> the Winnipeg top line that I'll talk about first that interests me. And it, it interests me for this reason is that Carolina takes a boatload of penalties, like by far the most penalties of any team in the league. It's just Carolina also has one of the better penalty kills in the league. So you know, Winnipeg might get four or five opportunities on the power play here tonight. And though Carolina does have a good penalty kill, that Winnipeg power play has shown itself to be pretty deadly at times over the last four or five years. It's been largely the same players the entire time. Um, so that Winnipeg one line is kind of tickling my fancy here. It's just they're very expensive. At, I mean, I shouldn't say very expensive. I think they're properly priced at 19.6K. Uh, and that's the same price as the Edmonton top line. It's the same, it's uh, more expensive than the Minnesota top line and Minnesota has the same implied goal total with less ownership. Um, it's, you know, about a thousand dollars more expensive than the Nashville top line and the Nashville top line uh, coming in at a frac, you know, a third, the ownership. So like, I think there are just other similarly priced lines that I like more than Winnipeg one here tonight. Again, if somebody wants to play them because they should get four or five power play opportunities, absolutely go right ahead, fill your boots. Um, It's just in my lineups. I think I'm going to be looking elsewhere. Uh, I do like Carolina one though here. Uh, Sveshnikov and Tara Vinen, sorry, Aho and Tara Vinen, 60% shot share on the ice here together, uh, both playing the power play. Winnipeg's penalty kill has improved, but it's still the middle of the league. You know, it's not a Carolina-esque power penalty kill. It's middle of the league. So uh, Aho, Teravine, and I think make a nice two-man throw in Nita Ryder if you want to make that full line stack. So both top lines here out of this game, but I will say I like the Carolina top line a fair bit more. Uh, on the blue line with Neil Pionk suspended from Winnipeg, I suspect it's going to be Nate Schmidt running the top power play unit because he was running it earlier in the season. Uh, Jacob Slavin all the way up to 5,600 now. That seems like an absolute no-go for me. What do you think about this game in the defense? Yeah, I I kind of like Nate Schmidt. Um, Brendan Dillon still min-priced. We were talking about before the show, like, yeah, he shouldn't be 2,500. I mean, like, he should be 28, 2,900, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but, like, when you're trying to jam in mid-price guys, like you just keep, you find yourself just keep clicking in Brandon Dillon. Um, Brady Shea, 3,100 is a fine one off as well. Ethan Bear, if you want to dip down another mid-price guy, if he's in. Yeah, I also do like Connor. We both like Connor Hellebuck uh, as a goalie in this game. Uh, All right, let's get to this next one. New York Rangers, 2.8 implied goal total. They're going into Chicago. Uh, The Blackhawks have a 2.7 implied goal total um i wrote up the rangers in my power plays article today uh specifically uh the top line because you know capo caco has made that line better since they've gotten there um you know it's just zabanejad has been let's just say inconsistent at best this season so it just seems like it's a matchup of two 
bad defensive teams and no Igor Shesterkin. So like goaltending isn't really a concern either. Uh, it's just a five and a half total. It doesn't, it, I just don't get it. Why don't you, why don't you make, make, make this make sense to me, Josh? You, you don't, did you watch their game the other night when we played Rangers one? Yes. Like I'd rather watch paint dry sometime than <laughs> oh trying God. to watch Mika's advantage and like play five on five. Oh, oh. Anyway. seven K. Like, why is he 7K? <laughs> it's like, like I, Anders Lee. Anders Lee has yeah. four points this year at 6,300. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. I will say, like, the Taze, Kane, Hagel line has not – has left a lot to desire defensively. So, like, I get the play. And you always mention it, like, Chicago hasn't got better defensively. <laughs> They've just had really good goaltending. So, you know, listen, I get the Rangers one play. I, I don't know if I can get there personally one to three. At their ownership percentage in MME, you don't need much to get over the field. Um, you want to go to Strom Panarin, I, I guess that's fine. But, like, Kirby Doc, Strom, Debrinkat has surprisingly decent defensive numbers. Um, the line, again, that I like the most from the Rangers, at least from a 5-on-5 perspective, is that third line. They've generated a lot of chances. They've been high event both ways. I mean, if you, I think, you know, Kubalik makes for a very interesting one-off tonight because, man, that third line is – High event, but um, Kito Lafreniere, two man, fifty five hundred for the two of them. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that line until they start getting priced up when I need cheap two man because you know they've been generating a ton of chances. They just haven't been able to score. It's gonna come eventually, or it won't. But like for fifty five hundred, you know, if you get a shot bonus, I think that'll pay off at the price. <clears throat> so I, you know. I get the Rangers one point. You want to go there. That's fine for me. I'll, I'll take some chances on some uh, Rangers three, not heavy. You know, if I'm power play stacking uh, Edmonton, my one to three, I'll consider Lafreniere, Heedle as two man, um, you know, Taze Kane, two man. Sure. Like the Rangers are a completely different team without Igor. Like Yorgiev is a good goalie, but he's nowhere near the goalie that Igor is. So, I think there is some stuff to like on, on the Blackhawks side. Um, it's just tough to full stack them. They just haven't been great either. Yeah. Should mention um, Connor Murphy out for Chicago tonight. So I'll probably make him a little bit worse defensively as well. I like, I'm glad you mentioned Rangers three. Like when you mentioned it, I started laughing and it's not because I was laughing at you. It's because I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I have, I've, I've started making my lineups and, and I'm probably going five lineups tonight. And one of them, uh, at least right now is some sort of Rangers three Edmonton power play melange. Like that's one of the stacks that I had. Um, I think they they could just tear apart that Chicago bottom six. So that Rangers third line is one of my favorite uh, – it's probably my favorite third line on the entire slate. I did write up uh, the Chicago Taves and Kane line uh, in the uh, – I wrote up Jonathan Taves, sorry, in the Power Place article. Um, they're controlling 54.5% of the shots when they're on the ice, so they haven't been bad, but, you know, just not great. I just think Taves at 4K, put him with Kane, you know, at home, not a terrible matchup, I think is perfectly fine. But I do like – I like the Rangers top line and I like the Rangers third line in this game the most. Um, anything, anybody stick out to you on the blue line? Calvin DeHaan, top pair, Min Price. <laughs> I keep finding myself needing Min Price defenseman recently. So I've been, you know, looking. Calvin DeHaan makes some sense. Um, 
you know, Gustafsson's still on the top power play, 2,700. Doesn't really do much, but he's on the top power play. Uh, on the Rangers side, outside of Fox and Truba, you know, the other the guys are really cheap, but they really don't do much. So, not really. Yeah, I do like Truba as well here tonight. Uh, we have an awesome Hall of Fame here where we like to celebrate all of our winners. And if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from osmo.com slash avatar, uh, place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and tweet the wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. That's Osmo HOF on Twitter. Uh, you can win a free month of Osmo plus platinum uh, for doing so. Uh, you can only win one free month per year, but it's not a bad little gimmick. You win, we win, we all win. Uh, get into the Osmo Hall of Fame. Um, you'll see some of the winners jump up on the screen. You see Kylo P21 just taking down uh, $50. Newt says new subscriber took down 200 man tournaments. Um, good for him. Uh, we had Nathan Joyce. Uh, Jake talked about him yesterday on the show. One of our editors says he didn't have time uh, to throw, uh, to do a lot of research. So he threw something together with the tools, took down a second place for 250. You see our help, 24, uh, 20K, second place. So lots of winners. To get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, osmo.com slash avatar and tweet a top three finish with at least 5,000 contestants to the Osmo Hoth account. All right, we got two more games to get through, Josh. Let's get through these games. The first one, Minnesota, 3.1 implied goal total. They're going into Edmonton. The Oilers have a 3.4 implied goal total. Um, I wrote up in my Power Plays article this morning, the Edmonton power play just because Minnesota is the second most penalized team in hockey and their penalty kill is average at best. And an average penalty kill taking a lot of penalties against the seven team is very bad. So um, love the Edmonton power play here. What do you like? Yeah. Connor McDavid got kicked out of last game. He only finished with six DK points, still projected at 19% on a 10 gamer, but like that's actually not bad. For McDavid, so yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So Edmonton power play, I'm in on as well. There's a lot of stuff I like on the Minnesota side, though. Uh, um, Nurse is back, but they're still pretty poor defensively. Um, that top line has ridiculous numbers. Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello. They're going to get the McDavid matchup, and yeah, that normally should scare you off. But you know, McDavid, Hyman, Puliyarvi, pretty high event both ways. Um, Four or five percent on that top line. I really like it. Um, and then that second line, Nugent Hopkins, Drysaddle, Yamamoto, they're probably going to get Rask, Fiala, Pitlick because you want to avoid the checking line. Um, that line is pretty bad defensively. So I don't mind like uh, Fiala one off here. You want to even put him in with Rask for a two man. I think that's fine. I think the really sneaky spot on Minnesota tonight is that checking line. They're going to get the bottom six of Edmonton, uh, Fogel, McLeod, Cassian. Like, that's just not a great defensive line. I think Joel Erickson Eck is a really sneaky one-off tonight at center. Uh, he's on the top power play. He's coming at, like, 1%. You want to put in some other, like, a checking guy with him. You want to put Greenway with him at mid-price. I think that's fine. But, like, 3.1 total, you know, that checking line getting, you know, bottom six matchups, Erickson Eck on the top power play unit, I think, you know, very sneaky, very good one-off tonight. But uh, Minnesota won. So Minnesota two, so Minnesota three. I like the power play for Edmonton. I don't really like full stacking Edmonton outside of the top line. Yeah, uh, Edmonton power play for me in this one. Uh, I like that call in the checking line. That didn't really cross my mind. That is a pretty good call on Eric Act, but I do like that Minnesota top line as well, just because 
they're coming in at half the ownership uh, that they probably should be. So uh, yeah, Minnesota won for me. Uh, let's get to this next last game very quickly. Uh, Calgary 3.0 implied gold total. They're going into San Jose. The Sharks have a 2.5 implied gold total. Um, I'm going to tell you just flat out, uh, I have nothing from this game. I don't, uh, other than uh, Aiden Hill or Mario Ferraro from the Sharks, there's no one that interests me from this game. So what do you got, Josh? Yeah, I mean, like, I wanted to play Meyer Couture, but, like, Meyer is 7,400. It's just I, I can't pay that price on this slate. Second line leaves a lot to be desired recently. You know, if you want to get to some stuff on the Calgary side, I think, you know, Calgary won at 3% and MME makes some sense. Um, Anjiapani back on two man makes some sense in some MME, but in one to three, there's really nothing I want in this game outside of the goalies. Yeah. I'll just mention if you're not playing like Edmonton or Toronto or whatever, that San Jose top line, pretty good leverage. You know, if you're playing 20 or 150, you're definitely going to want to sneak them in, but yeah, nothing for me other than maybe Mauro Ferraro or Aiden Hill. Uh, out of that game all right we got to get out of here uh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies uh, I wrote up Connor Hellebuck in the power plays article I like him tonight also like Aiden Hill and Alex Nedeljkovic in net uh, my hat trick pick is Mr. Billy Nylander who you got I like Aiden Hill as well I like Hellebuck um, there's some cheap guys like I think you have to consider taking Merzlikens for the shot volume um, Saros as well and my hatcher pick is Ryan Hartman. Ryan Hartman. I love it because I love that. Shooting. Yeah, I love it. All right. Ryan Hartman, William Nylander, your hat trick picks. We got to get out of here. Uh, coming up next, uh, you're going to have the N- No House Advantage NBA Strategy Show with Aton and Terry. So if you want to get your NBA on, stick here. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. So for Tyler, for Josh, we'll see you in 23 hours. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.